0: Welcome to the Potential Within podcast as we unlock your potential with inspiring personal and guest stories, empowering you to transform your life. Uh, Here in this episode, we have Oli Cardal, an amazing brother, friend, partner, husband, uh, alien, super athlete, um,
1: (laughs) man, uh, Uh, artist. You um, made that sound like I was your husband. (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah i know you are not my husband but if i was a woman you probably could be my husband
1: yeah well maybe back back in (laughs) in the wrong (laughs) i don't know what to say say.
0: in a different lifetime uh anyway this uh, sounds very weird uh ollie my brother uh thank you so much for uh being here uh man i couldn't wait uh I couldn't wait uh, to have you. And the funny thing is, while we jumped into the Zoom, uh, into the Zoom, these things went back and forth and we kept exactly. dropping bombs, man. And I, I'm like, wait, I'm not recording. Uh, so here we are. Yeah.
1: Feel free. If we try to repeat everything we said before you press record, it's gonna yeah. sound so uh, yeah. fixed. It's not gonna sound organic. So we'll just see if they come back up naturally. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's an absolute honor to see you again, man, and, and, and to join you um I, I really like the space you created and the work you're doing is uh yeah it's fantastic inspiring thank you, thank you. motivational yeah it's great i'm just trying to read all your posters <laughs> I'm <gonna> Just, just, <laughs> just,
0: just take a while.
1: <laughs> yeah well no, no they're good they're good you're gonna take if you just turn up and watch with no audio on your podcast you're gonna take away some good advice without even listening but listen that's only the video, right? You, is, the, is, it, is it is your podcast purely video, or is it is no? Audio, it's everywhere,
0: audio, every platform.
1: Audio, audio. Yeah, audio is well. Okay, so if you're listening on the podcast, you're missing some very, very crucial advice from the posters up behind Angela. There, that's some good stuff. <laughs> the best view comes after
0: the hardest climb. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Oli already. Uh, bombs are falling like a thunderstorm. <laughs> um, Wow! Thank you so much, my brother. For for the people that in, they don't know, uh, we have a history me and you having the same backouts uh, podcast, yep. all about mindset, personal growth, and um, fitness, and all about fitness. How to go from zero to super athlete like you, yep. uh, from overweight to can to do anything in life. And uh, here we are right now, just uh, another type of podcast. Uh, bringing individuals and, you know, personal, my personal stories, individual uh, personal stories to unlock uh, the mindset and, you know, people to use their potential uh, to reach greatness and become unstoppable like they are from nature. Yeah, it's all
1: there. It's all there, it's all there. It's all there within everybody. It's um, you got to you, you got uh, to find it. It doesn't just present itself. Uh, the potential is in everybody so yeah it's good it's good sometimes it can take just one little bit of advice from a podcast or from or from a, a little uh a short on something but yeah it doesn't take much to unlock it and, it and you know that trigger can be activated at any point
0: yeah correct yeah it could be anything it could be like a phrase it could be like a movie a song like something you're gonna say something i might say it could be even my even my, my poster on the background somebody might see like the mountain and but say oh my god you know boom, mm-hmm. I have to go. Yeah, uh, my brother, uh, something amazing. You know, you always like uh, I was always looking after you, and I know definitely uh, thousands of people. You know, you're like um, you're in a fitness uh, company, and you're an ambassador, and people you know watching you all the time, and in in the fitness application like, in the fitness app in the in the phone on in the phone. Whatever you do online, whatever you, share, you know, it, it's very inspiring. Everything you do, but everything starts from somewhere, right? And know a little bit personally your story. You started being, you know, in the past uh, years ago, you were overweight, you had no motivation, and you honestly got to to a point that you unbelievable, you know. And I know this is not even the beginning, not not even the not even scratching the surface of uh, what you can become. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about of. How did you start and what made you change?
1: Um, well, something that actually you're probably familiar with right now. The, the, the thing that was the biggest catalyst for, for, for change for me was uh, becoming a parent, I think. Um, until that point, you were responsible for you and yourself and your health. If you are in poor health, then the only person that really that has an impact on is yourself. <laughs> But as soon as um, I had my first child, um, everything changed. You just want you, you kind of realize that it is a responsibility to be in the best shape you can be in. So you can look after them the best you can for as long as you can, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it, it took it took a year or just over a year. Of being purely dad, I was just a parent for the first year because I, I dedicated everything. Um, to, to being a dad for the first couple of years of my first daughter's life and then that was when I realized that I'd actually neglected myself so, you know um, I wasn't necessarily overly healthy before that uh, my diet was I mean diet is something that is, is is a study it's a study nutrition and diet is a bigger study than fitness and exercise for me I mean, it, on, on its own it's um, you know you, you can most people when they think right i'm I'm not in shape i need to do something the first thing they start doing is pr- perhaps running or doing some exercise they start doing crunches because they want abs you know that's the first thing they try and do but really it's you, you've you got to address what you're putting into your body's fuel uh, that was the biggest thing for me um that made the biggest difference i mean i started um h- how are you on your on your podcast for brand names and things like that are you you know are you blocking things out am i allowed to mention anything no like- I, don't, I don't care i
0: don't care to be honest
1: Okay, so my first, my first, um, this, the same as you actually. My first um, port of call was I wanted to find something that I could do at home so I could still be a dad hundred percent of the time. But obviously, other than work, I was at I was at work. But you know, career was literally just something mm-hmm. to pay the bills and and put food on the table at that time. Um, so I needed to find something I could do at home so I could I could exercise I could address the the problem that i I'd identified, which, you know, I, it only showed itself up when I first tried to play football again for the first, or soccer uh, for the first time here, since, since my daughter was born. Uh, and that really highlighted the extent of how unfit I was. So I needed something I could do at home. I didn't want to join a gym because that takes me away from the family and it takes money away from my budget that was being used to, you know, feed the family. Uh, so I looked for an app Yeah, you know, we were quite lucky really because I mean when we first discovered uh, Freeletics that apps were brand new really you know apps was a new thing it was a new it was a whole new world of access that you had where you know you weren't paying an individual expert for this advice the 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 advice was collected into one app and you you know and when we started it was just a pdf pdf file Freeletics it had a, a print out but they had some really good videos of transformations and people that had identified a problem like you know physically or you know they, they perhaps it wasn't even just physical a lot of the people needed the exercise to address mental uh, you know instability or, or, or issues they were having mentally and they needed an escape and it just looked cool they had all this really cool epic music in the background and people they had their before shots and then this is the progress I made in this amount of months and it just looked like they were doing stuff that I knew I could do I could I, I could jog backwards and forwards up and down the drive or around the block or I could do burpees or push-ups um uh I can remember the first time I so, so it's Freeletics Freeletics was the app um I, I signed up for Freeletics and the first workouts were basically basic god workouts and Hades was one that I did first. Did they're all named after uh, Egyptian, uh, Greek, right? Anyway, so that was it. That was my answer. That was my answer. Home workouts, home workouts, and and what it was—it's probably the same for you. It was—it wasn't just anyone can start doing exercise because they feel like they should, but for me, it was I needed to address something in my mind, my daily routines and my habits. I need to address something, and I say, right, okay, I need to change, and I know that it's not just going to be I need to lose weight now. Do you know what I mean? It, it wasn't like a, I need, I didn't mm-hmm. want a short-term solution. I said, okay, what has caused this problem and how can I address it? And I was looking at these people thinking, wow, well, look, these guys, these guys look strong. They look healthy and strong now. But before they didn't, they look like how I look now. So it was, I look like how they did before.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I discovered this out and think, this physique and physical ability and this strong mindset, isn't just unique to people that happen to be born with that possibility it's something that we can all achieve so it was a case of right okay let's get to work Uh, and it was work it was just work pure work repeated work every day um and for the first because when when the freeletic system was quite primitive they didn't have warm-ups they didn't have cool downs and things like that so the first few years a lot of my attempts at trying to get in shape were it was mostly injury recovery <laughs> it was mostly you know making mistakes pushing myself too hard so so because i want to be i want to be in shape now i'm quite impatient i want to be in shape now so days off didn't exist for me and i would be injuring myself not doing cool downs not doing warm ups mm-hmm. you get injured and then the next thing you know you're restricted as to what you can do for a few weeks and it, i can remember the first few years being very frustrating so as as well as <coughs> at the same time trying to educate myself with nutrition and diet i was trying to also educate myself with uh, the importance of you know recovery and the proper warm-up system and the cool down system and and patience patience was another thing i think because i'm not a patient person i wanted to be i wanted to be where i i wanted to be at the end goal now so i had to learn that it was, it was a process um but other than that, it was it was jumping up and down behind the sofa whilst whilst the rest of the family watched TV and you know hiding in the bedroom between a wardrobe and, and a bed. Uh, I remember a lot of my injuries were when I've hit my arm on a cupboard or. Um, but it starts slow. It's the same with everyone. It starts slow. So the first when, when you get asked, you, you your workout says you've got to do a pull up, for example, or you've got to do ten pull ups, and you've never tried one before, and you try it and. When you can't do that first one, you feel like you're never going to be able to do one ever, and that's where the patience comes yeah. in again. So mm-hmm. you, you know, it's a build up. I think I was quite, I was quite fortunate where the first time, I, like I said, the first workout I did was Hades, which has got pull ups in. I think I was quite lucky. I was at least being, I was at least able to do one or two at a time, and it took me nearly an hour to do mm-hmm. a workout, which now takes about 15, 20 minutes, something like that. The adventures, one one day we'll have to go through the adventures of um, trying to find a solution to a pull-up bar in a rented property, because um, the amount of things, <laughs> the amount of uh, uh, very dangerous, very dangerous, I even, I mean, I've had injuries from every variety of pull-up bar I attempted to construct or make up or invent <laughs> I, uh, I mean, even now, the most secure one I've ever had is the one I've got now, and it is literally a pull-up bar which is attached to my loft hatch that goes up to the attic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've had like I had the door frame ones, and once because there it, you have to hook it onto the door. Once before making the move, I must have twisted slightly, pulled up, and I pulled the bar down. It went right oh. across the top of yeah, my I, nose
0: I remember that. Yeah, you
1: remember that. So it's like wow. full weight. I had the straps, the two straps, and I was at the top of the pull-up motion and they snapped and I just went backwards and I landed on the bottom of my spine uh, and hit my head on the door. Um, I've had, uh, I constructed frames out of timber in the back garden with a pole in, uh, but they were like, they weren't strong. So they were wobbling forwards and they were tipped forwards. I had scaffold frame, which was wobbling about. And yeah, it's uh, the adventures of the pull-up bar. Yeah, that's a whole. What shit. made you
0: keep going though? You know, some, somebody somebody would, would just get a pull up bar and buy it, you know, install it, or whatever, and then try to do one pull up. and then some people would, would fall down. For example, you fell on your spine and hit your head at the do- on the door. Like some people would say, you know what? It's not for me. These cuts are not for me. So what made you push? Uh, I uh, guess. After the failure and the setbacks.
1: I guess I'd had that moment. I'd had that transition moment where it was a case of I'm doing it. I got a bit stubborn and, and, I, and I was, and I, I'd made that decision.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was that no matter what decision, you know, it, like uh, I wanted it. I decided I wanted it. and I, And then it was a combination of deciding that I wanted it. And then also realizing that with work, you can have it. So, it was a case, of, it, it was a case of it wasn't um if it was when, and it wasn't um, it, and how was how was the challenge, really? How was the challenge? It wasn't, you know, just getting up in the morning and physically doing the work is something that everyone can do. But trying to navigate your way through different obstacles and things and you know limitations. Um, also, uh, during the during the same time, um, we were going through financial issues as well. Due to we we no, my partner and I, we both got made redundant at exactly the same time with, without any severance pay. Um, and then uh, uh, shortly after that, the property we were in went up for sale, and we had to move out. So we were there was all sorts of stuff going on where there was we just had our second child, no job. No, um for we were very close to being homeless um in fact we phoned up the housing uh company which is uh, a government-run thing it's like they got a housing agency where if you are stuck they will they will find a house for you and we Mm -hmm. had um we had less than a week to find a property or we were going to be homeless we had to be out of the property we were in and we phoned up the housing uh people and they said well you've still got a week you're not homeless yet You have to phone us when you haven't got anywhere so we had the notice we had to be out at the end of that week and they wouldn't house us until we literally had no house so they wouldn't look for somewhere preemptively it would be well you you've still got a roof over your head so we can't help you so we were that close we were that close to being homeless um and i could only find um limited amount of work and then and then shortly after that it wasn't it wasn't long after that that all the covid stuff happened and everything locked down. but for for me to turn that into an answer i'm going to turn that into an answer to your question it was it was finding that having that moment where i'm going to do this and i I knew this is where i am i know where i want to be and whatever happens in between happens and you and you deal with that and you keep going you keep going um -hmm. i mean it's that question started with something as little as my pull-up bars kept breaking. But, you know, it, that applies to everything. You know, the pull-up bar breaks. Okay. I'm looking around for the next, the next bar. And it's surprisingly hard to find somewhere to do pull-ups in public. It's weird. You, you know, I mean, you'd think you'd be able to go for a walk and find some sort of construction or, 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 mm-hmm. or pole. Or um, two
0: branch or something.
1: Yeah. Or, or a play park or something like that. But yeah, I actually know for, for, for a year, I was doing my pull-ups on a tree branch um, at the back of where I was working at the time. But the thing is, the tree branch wasn't horizontal. It was sort of angled. Uh, aside. So I had to swap. After after half the reps, I would swap hands to make sure that the even distribution of work, you know, the load was... Yeah,
0: yeah. that's how I started. That's so funny. I was doing the same thing in the backyard, yeah. was like a stupid tree. It was like the, the branch was so, like... Incline or whatever, and I had to do five on the right, five on the yeah. left, five on the right, yeah. five on the left. Just just to balance that, because obviously yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But autumn was difficult because the leaves would start falling off as you were shaking the tree. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, uh, wow, winter, man! Winter was okay because winter was actually it was the coldest workout, but it was the easiest with the tree because there was no leaves in the way. During mm. the spring and the summer, there was a you know there was a, there was bees and wasps. Uh, yeah. But but this is this is I mean it's all it's all it's all a metaphor for just doing the work no matter what you know it Mm -hmm. it didn't matter and if you can't find somewhere to do pull ups then you find a solution and you do something else you know for a long Mm -hmm. for a long time for a long time you didn't have that option you know if you if you were in a place where well that isn't an option and this is this is something that is a barrier for a lot of people I can't do that exercise because I haven't got this well do a different one. No, i do a no. different one you know it, it's this options not having the perfect setup isn't a reason not to do anything
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know um and not having the perfect situation is not a reason to do nothing it's um it, it's the same as you know if you find yourself unemployed that that isn't a reason to be inactive you know it's it, that's a more of a reason to be to be as active as you can be you know mm-hmm. i mean it and all of that again is mindset and it goes it it can go it can go either way on you i mean sometimes when negative things happen to you you stick with the negative and you let that be what guides you and your path but Mm -hmm. if you if if you can use that to guide you forwards rather than keep you where you are or move you backwards then that's just gonna fly (laughs) (laughs) one of those spring obstacles just hit me in the face (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, <laughs> my my yeah. brother. Yo. having all, all these uh, me, you have amazing stories. Uh, you know, and, and I love them because they they are they are they can sound like small, like um, not important or whatever. But if, but there's such a little powerful metaphors, whatever. Even with the pull-up bar, you know, like challenges are gonna keep coming, and you have to keep going. You have to keep pushing. Um and also you know the the moment about about your your house and everything um these are the dark moments you know that's that's where you need to find the light to to get out you know and not give up because you can end up like in a war situation and just you know basically just get trapped into something that probably some people they can't get out because they don't see the light so my my question is coming to um when you go into this, in these dark moments, you know, I know you You knew you have this potential when you saw other people and you, you try to, you know, start activating a little, a little bit. Let me see how far I can go, how far I can go. But when you got to these dark times, how did you use them to get into the light? And how did it affect your your uh, your mindset?
1: Um, well, I, I think... Regardless of the size of the obstacle, I think the same mindset is applied to find the solution. You know, it's the same, it's the same,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: same reaction, the same mindset. And and actually, to be honest, I'm probably currently in one of my darkest, my darkest times right now. Um, I mean, the the thing is, I have learned to, um, you, you need to focus on the things that are good. You know, because you know there's a lot at the moment. Um, I'm sure you know my, my, my father's not well. I say I say he's not well. He he's has MND, so it's only a matter of time now before he's um, not able to continue. Um so I've got to support MND um research and, and things. Uh anyway, the truth is to a certain extent, obviously different levels, different degrees. We're always in a dark time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We're always in a dark time. It's very rare that everything aligns at the same time and everything's going well. But you apply the same <laughs> can you hear that they're, they're actually empty in the trash right now. The trash <laughs> men are just <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: um,
1: the the same mindset applies no matter no matter what size the obstacle that you're that you're facing. So I mean for mm-hmm. me, the first time freeletics was at that that moment, I mean. It's both. I give Freeletics a lot of credit for for changing my mindset, but really, Freeletics was the vehicle that allowed me to have that that change in in myself. So, because um, because like you said before, it can go either way. Someone could try Freeletics for the first time. It's very hard. It's difficult, and they never do it again. That's it. Done. So it's usually it's something triggers that change in you where you think, well, okay this is tough this is hard i just need to get through it and and you you do whatever it takes and sometimes it might take a lot more effort than you're used to and it might take Mm -hmm. a lot more time than you predict but if you keep going until you're out the other end then then that's that's really the mindset and it like it it does apply to everything it applies to the smallest things and it applies to the biggest things Mm -hmm. so try and think of some examples i mean it could be little things you sometimes you just wake up and you feel it doesn't feel right the day doesn't feel right and you can't find yourself no matter how many different versions of your clothes you put on you think that's not me that's not me i don't know who that person is that's looking back at me and you just you have a a mini identity crisis and that can be a tough day but that doesn't last you know those those things where you're not feeling yourself you're not feeling confident you're not feeling like you're valued for example Mm -hmm. allow that to sink in too deep and and you feel like this is gonna this is it forever now it's not always it forever you know it's a case of managing the little bits one one day at a time and then the bigger issues it's the same but on a grander scale you know you might go for a few years of really difficult times but if you if you can try and convince yourself which is hard it is really hard to convince yourself that this isn't going to last Mm because sometimes it feels like it it does last and this is where you get people with with serious sort of mental health issues and you know this is where you you know things that can often lead to the worst case scenario with with things like suicide and depression where the biggest the biggest issue with that is feeling like it's never going to end which Mm -hmm. is when when you don't see a way out of your current situation when you don't see in your future near or distant that there is a way out that is when it becomes too much and that that takes a lot it takes a lot to, to even in your darkest moments where everything isn't right it takes a lot for you to believe that there ever will be again
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: so little things little victories like getting through it seems so trivial now to talk about exercise and and fitness because on the grand scheme of things in here is what's important, you know, but if you can get through something physically demanding and difficult that you feel at every point during it, that you're not going to get through it and you do get through it. Those little things repeated and repeated and repeated, you can upscale and use in situations where you think life's really hard at the moment. Life's never going to get better. I'm never going to get through this. And then you can think back and say, well, that's exactly how i felt about this or you know about that and and i did get through it and i came out of it feeling refreshed rewarded um stronger more mentally capable it's so easy to say it's so easy to say and very difficult to difficult to do and it's it's difficult to believe if you're in that current situation it's difficult to believe when someone says all you got to do is be positive or all you got to do is 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 get up and exercise every day when it's the last thing you feel like you can do
2: mm-hmm. it's
1: difficult to, to take that on board and believe it because even even, even when you say things <laughs> something fell even when you when you hear these things there is a separation there's a natural separation where you and I have both. I think we both had that moment in our lives when you hear these things and you you repeatedly listen to them things like things like Jim Rohn. I know we're both a big fan of Jim Rohn. Uh, Two people can listen to that. One can listen to it and hear that actually that is something I can do. That is something I can act upon and change. And other people think that, yeah, that's nonsense. You know, that, that's, you know, that's just people talking positively. No, they might miss it. It's easy to talk positively. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are a lot of influencers out there that, they've learned the script for what to say to people to make money out of being positive. They've learned the script. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They don't believe it or they don't, they don't care if the people that hear it act on it. They don't, they're not bothered.
0: When you, um, you, you, you spoke about, you know, dark moments and how you have to keep going and, you know, do small stuff and small achievements and everything. But, um, how do how do you how what are your habits that you created in order to re-motivate yourself where there's no motivation when you wake up in the morning and there's a different identity you know like you are the for me you are a super athlete my brother you are the super athlete only for example the day before and the next day you just wake up in the morning and you're like you know what I don't want to do burpees I don't want to I don't want to even go run like a 1k or whatever what are the habits though that you know, some people, when they wake up, they have like a, the shoes and you know the, their outfit right next to the the alarm clock, and they just they, they see the outfit, they put it in, and they just go for a run. That's that's how they create their motivation. Yeah. What what are the habits in the routine you created to get you what you want?
1: Um, okay, if I'm honest, I don't have. A, a, well. My routine's quite natural because it's guided to me by the situation I'm in at the moment. So um, at the moment, I have to work full time, and in order to do that and still be available to pick the girls up from school at three o'clock, I have to wake up at four a m. so i get I get up and do my work at four a m So, the house is completely silent. Everyone's asleep. I get out of the house without waking anyone up and my house is tiny. So I have to be very quiet. So the option to wake up at 3am and do a workout at home isn't there for me. So during the week, I feel that part of my day, I have to do as a routine anyway. So I get home from work. Um, so I leave work at 2pm and I try to get back to my I'm I'm quite lucky I live next door to my girls' school. I look out my window and I'm looking into the school. So I can get home at 2.30. And what I will usually do on a day where the kids are at school and I'm at work is I will smash a workout between 2.30 and 3 o'clock. So that's when I do my exercise. That that in my head is there's my window. And if I'm perfectly honest, I I go up and down. I go up and down a lot and when i'm down i'm really down as in i get i mean depression's a, a a strong word and i i would i don't know if i would diagnose myself with depression but i certainly get very down on myself if i i'm out of my exercise routine i'm out of my you know when i when i lose the ability to have time to work on myself if I feel like I'm not making progress as a person, that's when I can go backwards very quickly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as much as, for example, my, where I share all my exercise stuff, I share on Instagram. So a lot of that is literally videos of me doing my exercise and looking like this is something I am up for and keen to do every day. And it looks like I am consistent and it, and it happens all the time, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Those workouts, most of those are either done in that small 30 minute window or they are done against my will because I, if I'm honest, I don't want to do it. I don't ever do I don't really want to do it. There are very rare occasions where I think, right, I feel like kicking my ass today and I'm going to enjoy this, you know, Mm But I don't enjoy I don't enjoy the exercise so much because it's hard and it hurts and it's and it's exhausting and no one likes that feeling. It's not a nice feeling. People don't go. I really want to feel completely exhausted and like I can't walk anymore and can't breathe. No one wants to feel that way. The reward comes afterwards. But <laughs> as far as for me, a lot of people say they haven't got time. So that's my window there because when I got the girls, I come home, I cook them dinner. My partner, she finishes work at five o'clock. So when she gets home, I cook her dinner. I wash up. Um, I put the ki- We put the kids to bed. So my five, nearly six-year-old goes to bed um, uh, around 7 p.m. now. So that time I've cooked, like, my partner gets home, I've cooked her dinner ready for, for 5.30. So there's that small one. I know we'll put Lara to bed. Got to get her ready. She goes to bed at about seven. We read two books every night to our kids. We have done since our first was born. So we read two books. Lara reads one book, then I read her a book and then she goes to sleep Mm -hmm. and she goes to sleep holding your arm, so you can't get up and leave her so she almost wrestles you until she's asleep and then you have to try and get your arm out of her grip. (laughs) (laughs) She she likes to cuddle. Um, And then after that it's time to get Lily ready for bed. She goes to bed about 8.30 so she goes to bed and then after that it's she goes to bed at 8.30. She comes in and out constantly until about 10.
2: <laughs>
1: so after 10 o'clock is my spare time. And during that time, I want to get to bed because I've got to be up at four the next morning. I need to get my, I put my oats, overnight oats, two lots of overnight oats in the fridge. I get my chicken out of the freezer to defrost for the next day. Then I go to bed. That's my day. So my window of opportunity for exercise was that half an hour. Now, if there's traffic between work and the school run, and I don't get here until quarter two, then that that changes everything, and I really struggle, I really struggle to cope with that. If my little window of opportunity for for self-improvement goes, and I've got no control over that, I struggle to cope with that, and I spiral. But what I could do, what I usually do in that situation is whilst I'm cooking their dinner, I will be I will whatever I'm cooking, I don't know what I'm cooking, but I will Look at the stove, then I will come out in the hallway. I will do my pull ups, and then I'll do my first set of pull ups and push ups. Then I'll go in and I will stir everything, and I will, you know, take stuff out the oven and I'll go back to the bar. And then, so at the very least, if I can't keep up with my coach day, I want to do at least two Poseidon. You, you know, my obsession with Poseidon with Freeletics is pull ups mm-hmm. and ups, basically. So that keeps me, you know, pull ups great for obviously your upper body and partly your core uh and, and push-ups chest arms core you know it's the basics mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
1: whatever i have time for um what i did start doing was when i would arrive at work if i could get into work slightly earlier which seems crazy when you get in at four but if i've got time i will i will do 50 burpees when i get to work um but as far, as far as routine, your question, as far as routine and the motivation, the truth is I just, you have to take advantage of the small opportunities that come up. So sometimes you don't get the opportunity, you just have to react. So as far as routine is concerned, it's if I get the chance, I fill it. If, if a downtime for it, I don't, a lot of people need that sort of sit down and chill, watch TV. Play games, you know. A lot of people yeah. need that time.
2: Yeah.
1: I fill that time with, with, learning, exercise, anything like that. Studying, um, and as far as motivation is concerned, the truth is I am rarely motivated. Rarely. No. But we seem to be spoiled in this current world. You almost you are told that you need to be motivated in order to take action.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes you just got to take action you just got to drag it and that i guess that the word for that is discipline the word for that is discipline it's uh, this is the last the chances are if it's the last thing you want to do that's exactly what you need to be doing right now you know and it's
0: funny because it's, it's exactly the opposite you know to uh like you said everybody says you know you need to uh, be motivated to take action to do anything you know to start working out to start you know you want to lose weight you want to read the book you want to Go somewhere, you know. I don't know. Apply for a job, and it's funny because it's exactly the opposite. When you get when you get into action, then you're getting motivated yeah. because you see yourself doing the stuff, and you're creating the momentum, and you just motivating yourself. Then you're creating something else. Yeah, it's so funny. And uh, down the down the line, the most basic and the foundation of it, like you said, there's um, discipline. You know, like some other people, like you said again you know, you have half an hour, if some, somebody, somebody will say, you know what, I have half an hour, I'm going to watch TV. I don't know, I'm going to look at the ceiling, whatever, and or do nothing. And, uh, but you using these 30 minutes in order to grow your body or, or your mind. And um, that's perfect, man. yeah, discipline is, it gets you everywhere. And um, over time can bring you anything, you, anything you want.
1: Yeah. If you if you want if you want half an hour to feel like five minutes, put the TV on. If you want half an hour to feel like an hour, start doing some exercise because it you know
0: half an hour to feel like a lifetime. Man, does, I, yes. I hate get, working get, out too. Get in the plank position. Get in no, the, plank. Get the plank position. If a <laughs> yeah. minute is a lifetime, then thirty yeah. minutes you have like a thirty lifetime. That's it. That's it. And I, and I think it does work that way. That is the way round it works. Mm-hmm.
1: You, if you're waiting for motivation, then it, it ain't going to happen.
0: Yeah, it's not going to happen. That's yeah, like you got
1: you got a bus stop here and a bus stop here, and you're going to stand here and wait for a bus. Mm-hmm. That bus ain't coming. You got to get to this point or this point. You you you've either got to you've got to find your way to the place where action happens. And sometimes that is just it's a doing thing. It's not a thinking thing. It's just you just do it. Just start. No. Just get. And it, it, it's something that you personally, I have to drag myself through it. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of people online where they project that they do it a certain way. This is what you have to do. <clears throat> but I'm sure most of those don't feel like doing it half the time. You know the, you know without without some pretty major supplements, some performance enhancing mental state, sort of, uh, let's call it pre-workout, but not necessarily always pre-workout. sometimes that natural, instinct to to drag yourself through hell isn't there some people love it don't get me wrong some people love it some people like beating on themselves and you know (laughs) like
0: david Golding's 240 miles in three days
1: (laughs) (laughs) days. yeah that's crazy i think um the other thing as well it's people have to take themselves into different places in order to get that done yeah like, when my partner comes home, she does her exercise and her yoga. She goes into... Uh, she'll put on her uh, K-pop, BTS music, and it's sort of, you know, and some sort of chill-out <clears> stuff. <throat> I have to go into such a dark place to to get my exercise done. I put on dark, epic sort of battle music, and I have to channel... You know, I I have to be scarier to the workout than the workout is to me for me i have to attack and and i think that's what i I, this is something i think about a lot my 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 instagram posts i probably look like a very angry sort of aggressive just horrible person the way i approach my workouts i probably look yeah thank you yeah Apparently that's exactly what I am, <laughs> but I, I don't think I am. I don't think I am. I think, I think overall, when I go into self development mode, I have to go somewhere quite, quite dark and I have to turn it into a battle against a, a battle against the norm, mm-hmm. against normality. Uh, um, and it is a fight. I think it is a fight because unless Unless you are going up against some resistance, then you don't change. There's got to be some sort of resistance, which usually comes with hardship, difficulty, exhaustion. You know, that's the sort of things you need to push through to come out stronger. Mm-hmm. And, and if you let, if you don't push through them, if you don't go into that battle, then nothing changes. You stay where you are.
0: Yeah. That's what you basically do, you know, on what you said, that's what you basically do. You're just imagining yourself throwing yourself into the Colosseum in the ancient yeah. uh, roman empire and uh that's it you have to fight or you're gonna die and um you know either die on your dreams i mean die let your dreams die yeah. or just fight for them and survive and you know get the uh, the feeling the feeling at the end of the achievement the and journey,
1: the journey as well i was just looking at your posting. i just this this popped into my head think about the lord of the rings you know the lord of the rings
0: yeah
1: yeah the only Characters that grow and change and develop in that are the ones that left the shire. Great. When they go back to the shire at the end, everyone that was still in the shire, they're all still the same. They didn't leave that comfort zone. They let there was all sunshine and and grass and and play. the only ones that grew and turned into something completely different and something stronger and more mentally resilient were the ones that left the shire and went on that dangerous, very very dangerous quest. Mm-hmm. So. The people that leave, I mean, for me, this is something I think about constantly. I think about, I sort of zoom out in my head and, and then think about the millions and billions of people that are, through no fault of their own, they are educated into this system. They are fed this system through the TV, through social media. There is this entire reality that exists where everyone is basically the same. They're basically the same. They react to the same news stories the same way. And they they have this mass. They, they react to the same music, the same entertainment, mm-hmm. the same the same food that's available. There's this whole system of, of the society that's exactly the same. And unless they are the Shire, that's the Shire. And they don't know they're in it. They don't know they're in it because they don't know what's out, outside of that. They don't know what's outside of it. They haven't mm-hmm. been outside of that yet. And I probably haven't been fully outside of it in my head. I ventured outside of it and looked in, but but I am still in the process of trying to work my way out of that bubble, Mm -hmm. which is hard. That's the hardest thing. Knowing that you should be working your way out of it is one thing. Actually making that move and getting out of it is a completely different thing. I know, I know that I don't, I don't want to be in that, in that bubble anymore. And mentally, I feel like I'm not in that bubble and, i i find that i i tend to see things differently to most people and it frustrates me which is i end up looking like a a psycho you know i end up looking weird because i'm like well why are you all thinking that and i'm thinking this but reality is the people that go furthest in life are the ones that stepped out of that bubble
2: Mm -hmm. they're Mm -hmm. the
1: ones that changed and grew and turned into something else and the funny thing is those people step out of that bubble and become something else you got celebrities and most mostly other than the people that just do stuff to get famous like you know take your clothes off for a newspaper or anything like that other than those ones the people that become famous properly famous for they 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 step out of that bubble and they do something unique and amazing and incredible and something that isn't beyond other people's capability but it's something special that stands out they become Fame is a byproduct of what they've managed to step out of the bubble and do. And for me, what's crazy is all the people in the bubble are looking at these people as if they're superhuman. Mm-hmm. They've removed themselves from that same zone and they've done something different that they they were brave enough to go, well, actually, <clears throat> I'm not going to do this thing that you're all doing. I'm going to do this. And they've become something different, something else. And recognizable, you can recognize someone's face because you've seen this is that guy who did something different or this is that girl that did something different you know what they did you know who they are that's a byproduct of the fact that they stepped out of this same zone but the people in that bubble still they're looking at people as if what they've done is unattainable it's incredible and there there is an element of being born into that other place you can Mm -hmm. be born into it Mm -hmm. where you But usually when you're born into it, it's because someone in your lineage stepped out of it and they become famous and you have to be born in this zone now. No. Yeah, I mean, I don't know whether that makes sense, sense, but that's how I feel all the time. I feel like there is this this Mm -hmm. collective where, but those are the people that are fed different fads like carbs are bad for you, fat's bad for you. You know, fat makes you fat, carbs makes you fat and then they say they do this exercise every day to get abs, and those are the people that go i need to do this and then it's same things like fad diets fad exercises fad you know like you said earlier about people feeding you just just feeding you the script of motivation and then you can i can see straight through those people the people that are just repeating what they've heard you know? yeah. but the truth is you've got to apply it to yourself and you've got to You've got to have been through enough, as well, to have seen both sides. You know, you've got to have seen the dark to really appreciate the light, or to see that the the light is possible. Sometimes you can go through whole life, you don't even know there is a light. Yeah, yeah. You, know? that's... But you don't even you don't even know you don't even know that you don't know there isn't a light. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like yeah. it's so far so far out of your scope of reality that you, you don't realize you, you think this is life and life is just one option. Life is one option. Mm-hmm. I was born here. This is what my life is. And people go through their whole existence that way.
0: So d- to go, my brother, on my, uh, on my last uh, question before we um, wrap up the episode. Um, for someone like you, you know, you, me, and uh, many others that we went into the uh, darkest places and we came back um, with a very bright light uh, to serve others, you know, and change lives. What would be your advice for, for those that are listening right now? Um, what would be your advice for someone that maybe they don't know the light exists as a reality? Maybe it's just all, everything dark. But, but to say something on that that we said like a few seconds ago, if someone is listening right now, they definitely know there is a light.
2: Mm-hmm. They
0: haven't seen it probably, but definitely there is a feeling deep down inside that they're saying it can be only dark. You know, must be something else. So what would be your, your advice, um, from your obviously personal experience, when you're getting to these darkest moments, right? Um, what is something that could make you see the light over time or step out to the, into the light or something, that whatever, whatever that will take you closer to that light and make it actual reality and make you um, able to see it?
1: Okay, um, there's a few things really um i think I think the most important thing is you you've got to keep looking. You've got to keep searching. You know, it's, it, there's more out there than what you currently know Of course, there is. I mean, to sit at home thinking that you know everything that every possibility, every every likelihood that's out there, of course, there's a lot more. So you've got to keep looking for it. Um, one bit of advice I would give is if if the majority of people are saying it, then it's probably wrong. Um, when when you look at things like, I mean, everybody's heard of the 1%, you know, the 1%, the rich get richer, the 1%. <clears throat> yeah, they would stay in the 99%, believing everything the 99% believes and and doing everything the 99% do. Um, so you've got to keep, education is the key. Education is the key. And I, and I don't mean just like taking courses in maths and you know all that sort of stuff but which is, you know that's self-development in one aspect but education finding out how the system that you're in works and finding out how you can make that work for you i think um i think looking inwards as well um it, it, it everything's a journey and everything is for me is is education the more you know about the setup people try and win this game we're in a game life's a game people try and win it and they don't they don't learn how the game how the rules work they don't learn mm-hmm. and they rely on they rely on other people for information that the, the chances are if you if, if if one thing is being spread around as fact and 99 percent of the people believe it and act upon it and that 99 percent people are poor overweight unhealthy the chances of that being the thing that was right the answer to their problem is very slim you've got to be looking at the the finer the finer information that's out there there are people that have that have done it read listen to listen to podcasts listen to listen to it, advice from people that have been there and done it you, i mean a lot of it is seen as as sort of people can hear this information that is available people that have been successful being you know they've changed their lives they love talking about it they love talking about it the information's out there how they did it but if you believe what the newspapers and the news feed you 99% of people listen to that and read that as fact and 99% is no coincidence that the same same amount of people that listen to that and let that be their guide for life they're the ones that are poor Mm -hmm. overweight out of shape you know and just keep going that's the main thing for me just keep just keep going just keep educating yourself keep pushing harder every day to learn the system work around the system and value the little things that are available don't don't get obsessed with the things you haven't got
2: mm-hmm.
1: don't obsess those are things to work towards those are things to work towards let's call back to your rubik's cube there there's your symbol the rubik's cube behind you we talked about that before you came on air right we saw that rubik's cube i said one thing you need to do you need to complete your rubik's cube
0: and then we change it right away saying, it, no, we say no actually
1: don't. <laughs> an, an incomplete rubik's cube shows that you've still got a lot to learn and there's a lot of progress to be made You know, mm-hmm. don't don't get hooked on everything being completed and find that, that final destination. It's all a journey. It's all progress. It's all development. And it's all, it's all, it, it can all be fun. You know, if you're obsessed with the final, you haven't got to the final stage yet, you're going to miss a lot of the fun that comes along the way. Um, mm-hmm. This is something that, I mean, giving advice for me is difficult because I, I haven't, in my head, I haven't gotten anywhere yet. You know, obviously I've made progress because we all have. If you're working towards it, you spend so much time thinking about it and acting about improving. You've obviously made improvements, but for me, I feel like all the improvements yet to be made, you know? Um, and, and I need to try and take my own advice and, and live in the moment more, which is something that that's a constant study, a constant thing to be working on um yeah i think yeah i think that pretty much sums it up mate it's um
0: (laughs) you know it's just another challenge my brother you know what you said like uh you know you're still fighting and everything you know it's just another challenge like it's like the matrix you know you have the neo in the very beginning that he's you know he's amateur or whatever and he's finding He's fighting uh, Agent Smith. For those that don't don't know, Agent Smith is the the agent that he's trying to uh, arrest uh, Neo and put him out out of the game. So, you know, you see Neo and Agent Smith, they basically, not basically, they are the same. For, you know, I don't want to spoil the movie a lot, but basically (laughs) it's the same. People haven't seen it now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like 20 years later. So Neo, the more, the, the more Neo grows, Agent Smith does the same thing. So it's a, it basically is a different challenge, you know? So right now you said, like, I believe when you say, you know, I believe I got nowhere or whatever. You just get to, to a huge different level. And now, you know, the dark moments are a different, different Agent Smith. They're going to keep coming. But this is, doesn't change what you were. I mean, all the stories that you you shared um, today, uh, you're like a, a thousand percent different person you know stronger stronger mind physically mentally everything um yeah my brother it's just i think it's a different challenge and i like how you said it and i like that you admit and you're honest <clears throat> because dark moments are coming for everybody you know for me for for you for everybody dark moments dark moments that they they will come and they will slap you in the face and you know they, it's going to hurt and it's a 100 percent. but um that's the thing you know it's all about this podcast is to fight, like you said, and everything you, to you said today. Keep going, keep fighting, and uh, you know, just another uh, another night. Right? It's gonna yeah. the sun will it's come.
1: Up. The truth is, we, to different degrees, we're always we're always in the dark. Moments. Mm-hmm. We're always in it. Mm-hmm. We're always in it, and and they are obviously they vary, but we're always in a growing environment. We're always in a growing environment. You know, it's um, it's difficult, and and to just to just to be clear. I have my demons constantly every day. I am battling my demons, and I am battling, um, trying to deal with situations, personal situations, every single day. But at the same time. I mean, I mean, really, it depends on how big you want to scale it. I mean, on the biggest scale you can think of, all of it's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Everything's irrelevant. It doesn't. I mean, on a long enough timeline, we never even existed. You know, and all this stuff. We've got stuff around us everywhere. That that doesn't matter. None of that matters. It's all just stuff. And you know, on a, on a on a short enough on a long enough timescale, we never even existed. But the truth is, we are in a we're we're, we're human beings we're human beings we have this ability to appreciate i mean we get 24 hours a day on on a very small time scale that's nothing you know you don't even have to scale up too much and that 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 counts for nothing but the truth is every minute we are able as a species to to apply and and feel emotion towards everything with emotions is are, are so powerful so one smile, all of a sudden. After one smile, all of that it 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 is no longer irrelevant. It you know one mm-hmm. happy moment, one shared laugh, it becomes huge. It becomes massive, you know, and it works both ways. So, as far as as far as appreciating everything is concerned, you've got to appreciate those dark times as well because they are something. They are something that most most organisms don't get to experience, as far as we know the dealing with loss and tragedy is something that is very, very human. I mean, as, as much as, as much as, you know, any sort of animal species, emotion is, that's the key. Time, time is irrelevant. If you're in the moment and, you know, you, everybody who has laughed or, or smiled or fallen in love or lost somebody has felt something bigger than the universe. They have felt something. Mm-hmm. so, as as far as the dark times are concerned, they are just another part of that human experience, you know, So to go through dark times and to make that allow you to quit, you know if that if that allows if that leads you to quit this whole experience as a whole, then I feel like we haven't been educated enough in our schooling and our in our past to think that this is just a part of the ride.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: you know it it, you know things get dark things get darker I mean everybody experiences loss there isn't a human alive that survived life no life is something we don't survive ultimately and if you happen to survive longer than most people that means everyone you've known has gone (laughs) basically so you've experienced more loss and 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 death than anyone else the longer you live people are scared of death obviously because that is it you know that you know mm-hmm. we get we get this lifetime of emotion no matter how long it is it could be hours long it could be 100 years long and it's all the ultimate punchline is tragedy so to go through life trying to avoid the dark times is you know it's impossible i feel like we are not educated enough in the early stages of our life we are sheltered from tragedy we're sheltered from the dark which I mean, a lot of kids aren't. They're born in the dark. A lot of kids, you know, yeah. and, and, and a lot of them don't get out of the dark. Some kids, the most incredible stories are ones that are born in the dark and then they find the light eventually, you know, however long it takes. The truth is, the dark is dark is half of half of the you know, half of the cycle. You've got dark and light, and there is an in between, and you spend most of your life on the in between, where. The darkness is there and the lightness is there. At the moment, I have tragedy in my life and I have joy in my life. It's the same with most people. I have things that would symbolize the light side and I have things that would symbolize the dark side. And the truth is both of them are a balance. They're both important. Sometimes the scales tip differently. But even on a long scale, you start usually the beginning of your life should, for most people, that's light. A lot of people it isn't. You know, a lot of people are born in adversity and in very horrible circumstances. But both both can be light and dark. You know, birth and death can be light and dark.
0: I love that. Man. I, I love the metaphor death. that you said, the day and night metaphor. That was, uh, that was beautiful. Um, death
1: doesn't have to be dark.
0: Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm.
1: have to be. If you can get to a point, and it's usually through education and study, if you can get to a point at the end of that where you appreciate what life is and, and what you had and what you've got and that actually is part of the cycle um Then that can be light as well.
0: Beautiful, my brother. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> that was <laughs> that's that's how uh, that's how that's a, a little bit of taste how yeah, the shaped uh, by God's uh, podcast was like uh, you know going everywhere, going to the to the brightest conversations to the darkest mm-hmm. conversations and uh, coming out brighter than ever. I love the man. I love the metaphor I love everything you said. Last question. yeah Where people can find the super athlete wise uh Ollie Cardal if they need to reach out.
1: If you could yeah, yeah do you know what I only a few yeah I'll tell you what I am I am awful <laughs> at correspondence. I'm awful. I, <laughs> you I, know, I told you <laughs> I told you my daily routine. So when it gets to oh, I'm just going to I'm just going to chat for an hour and speak to people. Um, this is something I am constantly trying to work on. I need to be more, I need to contact people more. I need to speak to people more. Um, but if you want to find me, I am on Instagram, um, Oli C free athletes, um, on Instagram. Um, that is where, that is where I spend most of my time. So it's Oli, Oli C free underscore athlete. Um, Oli for Ollie, because people say like, my name is Oliver. I was born Oliver. Okay. So when I change it to Ollie and I say, my name is Ollie, they say, how do you spell that? O-L-L-I-E. No, (laughs) No. I was like, no, no, no. It's a shorter name. I just chopped the ver off. O-L-I. Right. Why would I shorten it and then lengthen it again by chucking another L -l 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 in? Yeah. So Ollie, O-L-I. That's it. Ollie C pre-athlete. So I spend most of my time that, if, if you're going to find me, that's where you're going to find me on Instagram. Um, I am working towards. Uh, I have other things going on in my life. I have a. I have a band, which I'm trying to start sharing more things about the band. Um, but I have four or five Instagram accounts. But Oli C Free Athlete is is the
0: one where if you want
1: to find me. Uh, I don't.
0: <laughs> Thank you for everything today. That was. Uh... Thank you. Another unbelievable know, episode with you. Yes.
1: One thing, one th- the last thing I want to say is for me, thank you so much for having me on um, what this is for me. And this is, it's always used to be the way with the shaped by God's podcast. What this is for me talking to you it is therapy. This is therapy for me because these, these are things that all the things we've spoke about today. Uh, there are things that are on my mind constantly, but I have no one, I don't share. I have no one to share. with. So it's it's always an honor To speak to you and this is something we we bonded through really sharing these these thoughts and allowing yourself as a human and as a male human as well to to share the darkness that you're going through and to share you know the roller coaster the ups and downs i think a lot of people particularly stereotypically as a male the only things you share are the positives because you're almost showing off and you're blagging and and it's almost point scoring but to be able to share the negative as well that's very rare that a you have someone that you can share it with and b that you are prepared emotionally to share that actually everyone's going through the darkness everyone everyone has the hard times and it is a battle and with any battle you're better off going into battle with someone by your side so i want to say mm-hmm. thank you angelo we haven't spoken as much as we used to lately because you know you've got a baby i got i got kids now that are uh, nearly as tall as i am <laughs> uh, so it's um yeah t- time time is difficult but what is nice is that no matter how much time passes between our chats we can get
0: back and it's as if we never mm-hmm. stopped you know yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and what you said about therapy—it's—it's uh, it's funny because uh, this podcast is mainly, mainly, and starting with me. You know, this is also th- like th- is therapy for you today. Th- this episode for me is a therapy. Every episode that I make, you know, either individually, myself only, or with the, the guests that are coming on uh, uh, on the podcast is uh, is beautiful because it's—it's it's a study. You know, it's ra- reading a book like everything you know just building your mindset and this yeah. podcast is starts for for myself to improve and you know maintain uh, body and mind uh health and, and then it's also the ultimate goal to share it with people so they can have the same uh, impact yeah my brother th- therapy it's it's a therapy it's yeah. definitely a therapy so uh, said that, um, thank you so much again. I really appreciate you. Thank you, it's, it's an honor, my brother. I know I know you for so many years and having the ability to share your story and everything with other people and you know, make them unstoppable. It's it's the best thing uh, we can do and gift yeah. to- uh, Thank you,
1: you you're, you're so consistent with this. Um, this is something that I, I value and, and I want to strive towards. And there was a period where I was able to do more of it you are so consistent with your your drive to help people and to and to inspire people you, you you put you put the whole world first you know you 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 are purely driven by helping other people and it's and it's amazing um, at the moment I'm limited to literally just showing showing that I am working on me and that is my way of motivating mm-hmm. um, but I would much prefer to be doing a lot more and actually doing something that to help people like you are right now, you know that, that that is something that I would rather be doing. But baseline, bottom line, the least I can do is at least show that with work you can you can achieve something yourself. Um, but soon I will get back. I will be following you, and I you know, and, and I will be sharing everything you do. And to make it very quick,
0: play. very very quick. Before before we close, you honestly inspire me and also many others. You know that's the thing. Me for my for example, my podcast is aggressive help towards others. You know, putting the work, calling you, you know, scheduling the, the podcast episode and everything. But you, my brother, when you're sending your workouts every day, that's the si- that's the silent podcast that you have. You know, you don't go directly to the audience. But when I see you working out. I'm like, wow! I just, I just want to do it like Oli, you know. And it's just it us, me. There's so many other thousand people, you know, in the app or outside of the app watching you. So you do the same thing, and uh, it's very inspiring. And we are thankful for you. Thank you, man. Well, for me, from the other side of that, it's really strange. It's,
1: it's very strange. It's like, um, it's like almost being behind a two-way, like a one-way mirror, where I keep posting these things. And, and I feel like my life is just my life. It's just my life. And then the exercise is something I get to do in that little half an hour gap. And for me, I feel like I'm not doing enough to help other people or inspire people because it's literally just, it's just me getting all, I've I've still got all the other stuff. I've, you know, I've got to wash the dishes and wash clothes and it's just normal stuff. And what people need to realize as well, behind every Instagram post where someone is in the gym or they are, um, you know, exploring the world or something behind every Instagram post, that is a tiny little part of a full life, full day. And for me, it's weird to, to feel like there are people that are inspired by what you're doing, what mm-hmm. in your time, and you just, I just film it and upload it. that, that is, I, I edit it to, to try and make it sound a little bit more exciting than just a video. But for me, I there is a disconnect, a natural a natural disconnect between what I'm doing and the actual impact it might have on someone. Because from my side, I don't see that you know that there are likes, there are likes that come up on, on, on the videos and things like that, but from my side, it has zero impact on other people because I d I don't know. I mean I, I get some feedback. There's there's certain people like Tiago. I haven't spoken to Tiago for a while, but I know he still comments on my posts all the time. And I feel bad because I, I do my workout when I get out the door. And then I don't respond because by the time I've I've got to a point where I've got a minute to respond, I've forgotten it ever happened, you know, and, and I feel bad. But obviously the fact that he like he and others comment on on my posts. I had to mention Tiago by name because I felt so bad because he's always saying congratulations, you know, and all the things like that. But I miss it. Even even yourself, even yourself, when you when you when you comment on my posts. And I don't get around to replying. This is something I really, this is, this is my main thing to work on now. I mean, it's one thing being able to do your pull-ups every day, but if you isolate yourself from communicating with other people and things like speaking to you now today, this feels amazing. This feels so therapeutic and exhilarating and, uh, and motivational to me. But as soon as you come away from that, a small amount of time passes and you forget the benefits and you forget How good that is. And you go back, and this is this is another thing that I need to apply my. I know the benefits of exercise, I just need to do the exercise. Mm -hmm. I know Mm -hmm. the benefits of speaking to people, I just never get myself into a position where I speak to enough people. And a lot of that is because I get stuck in my routine looking after the kids and looking after, you know, trying to progress. And um, the, the truth is the the things like the financial issues, I'm still working my way out of that, and I I get consumed by I need to be earning. I need mm-hmm, to be, mm-hmm. you know, all this sort of stuff. It consumes me. And then I forget the value of just talking to people and it makes you feel so much better. So that's another thing that people need to do more of. And it, and it is if you're feeling like you're stuck in your routine, you've got to speak to people. You've got to do it. So I appreciate you. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Thank for you, my prospects. brother. No. You've spoken to me for weeks. Thank you. <laughs> I might as well be a caveman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, my brother. We thank you. We thank you for everything uh, everything today. So, for all the uh, ladies and gentlemen today that were listening to this amazing podcast special, special episode with Ollie Cardo, Oliver Cardell. Um, Careful, man. Only when I'm in trouble.
1: <laughs> Only full name me <laughs> when I'm in trouble.
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, to avoid spelling, you know. Um, yeah. 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 Thank you so much for listening uh like um like the um the episode if you honestly found value in it subscribe for more updates uh to get more episodes and more inspiring stories uh, like these and others and um thank you so much
1: thank you man thank you so much
0: thank you my brother I appreciate it.
1: like it share it <laughs> do it <laughs>